Well, it's here, my last sermon at SLC, and it's fit, fitting that the lesson from Philippians showed up as it is some of Paul's last words to that church in Philippi. This is tough. And I'm glad it's tough because that means we loved each other well. You all have overwhelmed me these past weeks with your honesty, your faithfulness, your well wishes, your sadness. And I feel the same way, so many feelings, so bittersweet. I trust that God is calling me to a new place, but that doesn't mean it's not really, really hard. I've been finding myself thinking about some of the words Paul uses in Philippians, specifically joy, prayer, thanksgiving, and peace. And as we share together today, I'm going to use those words to shape my words. And I'm going to share some stories of our years together at Silverdale Lutheran Church. Prayer. Paul writes, do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We've done a lot of praying together. One of my all-time favorite prayer stories happened at a ladies' night out quite a few years back. We were meeting at Hale's in the mall. Remember that place? It's now Moctezuma's, I think. And Hale's was going to be closing. And one of the women, Julie, asked our waiter how he was going to be faring when the restaurant closed. He shared with us that he was nervous and didn't have a job yet. And Julie, God bless her, just blurted out, can we pray for you? Now, I was one of those kids who would get embarrassed when we had to pray at a restaurant. So my parents finally stopped because all of us kids were so mortified. But Julie told me, Sometimes I just get this feeling that I need to pray and I've stopped putting it off. I just pray right then and there. And I have to say that young man looked so grateful. Surprised too, but mostly grateful. As all of us women put our hands up and Julie grabbed his hand, double checked his name tag and then prayed for him that he would find work, that he would know and be okay and it was a beautiful moment of prayer. I think of all the drives around Kitsap County, the ladies' night out group has made to put our hands on the walls of schools, of hospitals, of police and fire stations, of Costco and other businesses, surrounding our community with prayer at the beginning of each school year. I think of the prayer team faithfully coming each month to lift up your joys, your sorrows, your prayers for your families and your children as you gathered at the altar rails to bear your souls to the God who has promised to be right beside us, listening to our prayers, inviting us to bring it all to him. As Paul writes, we have struggled beside each other as we have brought it all to God. As I've had a chance to say goodbye to some of you, I wish all of you, I have been so moved by your prayers for me. You've said, Pastor Paula, can we pray for you? And then you have lifted me right up, asking God to bless me in a new call and knowing God will continue to bless SLC just like God always does. It fills me with thankfulness. 
for the silliness. <laughs> Thank you for putting up with me dressing as Marshawn Lynch, aka Priest Mode every Super Bowl Sunday. I especially want to thank all of you who could care less about the Super Bowl, barely knowing that it was even happening, but you were such good sports. I'm so thankful for colleagues and an amazing staff that has been so up for anything. I doubt Bruce thought choreography would be a part of his job description, and yet he's always game to try it dancing to whatever song PJ or I would reword and make, oh, so much worse. When Paul starts out this reading, he thanks those who have worked beside him. Two women, Euhodia and Syntyche, and Clement and the others. I'm so thankful for Bill and Jonathan. What amazing and caring pastors they are, faithful, Jesus lovers who are so good at what they do. What a joy it has been to work with them. Speaking of joy, SLC is such a joyful place. I remember an annual meeting where the pastors left the room as you talked about salary and the guidelines were going up for us and what that would mean. Apparently, everyone voted for the pay raise, but when we came back in, Evan greeted each one of us with a pink slip. You know, just to keep us humble. Oh, we laughed at that, didn't we? One story I had forgotten about until recently happened out at family camp. So there was a group of women who would train for triathlons called the Tribabes, remember them? And they would do their swims on Saturday mornings, their coach cheering them on with a bullhorn, a very loud bullhorn. When I first came, family camp didn't have too many participants and we were trying to get it going again. And so the little group of us had gathered for devotions before breakfast on Saturday morning. And the coach of the tribabes kept breaking into our devotion with cheers of, Swim faster! The devil is right behind you! <laughs> I'm not sure if I was able to fit that into my devotion or not, but oh, we laughed at that. I think of the baptisms. What a joy. The last one I did was on our February women's retreat. A friend of one of the women had attended, and before our final worship service, she told me she'd never been baptized. She was so nervous. She's 70 years old. She felt bad, but she wanted it so much. And as we surrounded her and she bowed her head over the bowl of water we had on the table, and I baptized her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, she just shook weeping and laughing, and all of us were so blessed by that moment. I love the word joy that Paul just peppers the book of Philippians with, because the word is different from the word for happiness. It isn't just putting on a happy face and being optimistic that the sun will come out tomorrow. Joy always comes out of pain for Paul. It takes pain seriously and proclaims that death will not have the final say, that we can trust in God, that God will take hard things and make them new, make us new. Joy is kind of like 
laughter through tears. It's a deep and it's abiding and it's a gift. I think of all of you who I have had the blessing of bringing communion to in your homes or the hospital. One couple, the wife had a stroke and for the last 13 years of her life couldn't walk or speak, but she understood everything. And as we shared the meal, her husband would lovingly hold her hand and tears would stream down her cheeks as she heard, this is the body of Christ for you, Francis. This is the blood of Christ for you. What joy, hard but joyful those times were. Paul writes, may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love that beautiful image of the peace in our hearts being guarded by Jesus. I think of how all of you show up for each other in countless ways. Calling during a pandemic, being the most generous church I have ever been a part of. I think of how you show up at Holy Week at SLC and how it's practically standing room only on Good Friday because you know Easter isn't as special if you don't go through Good Friday. I think of how we are a church with so many different opinions on politics, on the Bible, and how when we study together at MANA or the adult classes that are full of you all or the classes with the kids in Sunday school and youth group, you're hungering and thirsting to learn about God and faith. And I love how you ask questions and share your opinions and have taught me so much. There are so many more stories I could tell. Truly, I will treasure them as I treasure you all from the bottom of my heart. Paul writes, finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Beloved people of SLC, this is what I know to be true. That God is right here, right now with us. That God has amazing plans for this church to be a light in Kitsap, to share the good news of the totally free gift we have been given of life with Jesus, not based on anything we've done or earned, but purely based on the righteousness of Christ. God will do something new here, and it will be wonderful to behold. So I say to you what Paul said to the church in Philippi. Keep on doing the things you have learned and received and heard and seen, and the God of peace will be with you all. I send my love to you. Amen.